Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Florida teachers need our help. How does a laptop stay still? And did Andy Warhol have something to do with love on a leash? All this and more. People, places, it's time for Last Looks. Hello, all you Nevadas, or should I say all you Chords? Honestly, I still have no clue what happened in Open Window, but we're going to get into that all in just a bit. Hey, everybody, I'm your host, Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? Last Looks, where you're going to get to voice your opinions, maybe set us straight, although I think it's impossible to do in regards to the movie Open Windows, which I think I had the greatest understanding of. Plus, Jason and I are back together to talk about all the stuff that we are currently into. We're going to reveal next week's movie. And as always, I'm going to try to solve your problems on Paul's helpline. But first things first, a big shout out to Homonym. 
homonym sent in all the themes for today's episode. So if you like that opening theme song, you got a bunch more coming up. Thank you, Hominin. And you know what? We love these songs. We love theming our episodes around your songs. So if you want to take a part in this, record some songs for us and send them to how did this get made at earwolf.com. But keep them short, 15 to 20 seconds. That is the best. Now, Next order of business, it's important. How did this get made is finishing what we have started. That's right. We're going back on the road. And I got to tell you, we are almost sold out with the exception of Cleveland. Cleveland, get your shit together. Come on out. I mean, we're close to sold out in Cleveland, but by far, Cleveland is lagging. And maybe it's because I keep on calling Cleveland Northfield. And people are like, no, it's Cleveland. Then I just went back to Ohio. Anyway, I'm confused. For the people who live in Cleveland, it's the old hard rock. For the people who want me to say it's a new one, I think it's the MGM. I don't know. We'll be there. Go check our website at hdtgm.com. And we're doing something really special. Since we are uh, redoing these dates at the end of the month, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that's October 27th to the 30th, we are going to do a costume contest every single night. A how did this get made costume contest. What does that mean to you? Dress up as your favorite how did this get made character. Dress up as a character from the movie we're talking about. Or dress up as Jason, June, and I. Or blow our minds and combine something I don't know. Dress as a baby. Jason won't touch you. But it will be a blast. Go to hdtgm.com for tickets and information. And I'm looking at you, Cleveland. I'm looking at you, Northfield. Let's get a sell out there because we are so close in every other city. All right. Let's get into it. I know we talk a lot about movies, but there are bigger things out there in the world. You got problems. Let me solve them. It is time for Paul's Helpline. And to help bring us in, homonym, take it away. Let's hear from you, because I know that you have problems in your life, in your love, in your job. Don't you really want to know? I'm going to help you. Revealing <laughs> personal things. Tell Let's get into the Paul Helpline. Okay, I don't want to the fun of it, big one. I'm your Oprah. I am a more modern Tell Oprah. Me I am me more me modern than Oprah. Only searching for the father of your baby. And let's go to the phones. Look. I love these calls. They are great. Today we have two bangers and I want them to continue. So please give us a call at 619-PAUL-ASK. 619-PAUL-ASK. Just make a call. Let me be a person that can, you can bounce something off of. Let's bring it to a larger community on the Discord. We have so many people writing in with questions. Just make the call. It's okay. It's just your voice. We're not going to find you. Um, we can even blur your voice. Can we blur your voice? I can't. I guess that's a visual thing. We can disguise it. I don't know. Cody, can we do that? Devin, is it possible? Anyway, don't be afraid to call 619-PAUL-ASK, 619-PAUL-ASK. We will help solve your problems. And I tell you, when we get a good call, like we did two weeks ago, people are pouring in with all their opinions. So uh, I want them to keep on coming in. And let's go to Don from Phoenix. Hey, Paul. This is Don from Phoenix, and I'm calling for a little help with parenting. Uh, my child, who is in seventh grade, uh, has really developed a love of the arts over the last couple of years, and we recently enrolled them in an arts school uh, where they get to focus on choir and musical theater uh, and instruments. Um, and it's, it's really very exciting for me as a parent, uh, as someone who's always wanted to do something a little bit more artistic, um, 
And I was just wondering how you would suggest I uh, encourage this uh, newfound love of the arts without overdoing it so I push my child out of it. Uh, appreciate the thoughts. Thanks. Have a good one. Don, I am very happy to get this call. Um, I'm no expert. I'm not an expert at all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a snappy, quick answer, though. My answer is facilitate, don't create. Facilitate, don't create. That's what they say you should do when you're a public speaker. Repeat things multiple times. Um, the reason why I say facilitate, don't create is let your child guide you. Let your child tell you what they're interested in, and they will want to do it. My son, my oldest, loves basketball. I love basketball. I don't play it all the time, hardly ever, but my son loves it so much and I just facilitate his love for it. He wants to be on a team, I go find him a team. He wants a new basketball, we get him a new basketball. We get a hoop, we do with a hoop. You know, it's like, but I'm not saying you got to go out there, you got to practice threes, you got to go practice layups. I'm not trying to be his coach. I'm not trying to get him into something. I'm just letting his pure joy take over. And I think, especially in the arts, no time is going to be running out. Let your child tell you what they're interested in. And then just, I mean, look, they're already in an art school. It clearly, they like this. They want to be there. So they're going to, they'll start leading you. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about the bigger picture. Just worry about them finding their voice. It sounds funny to say that a little child would have a voice, but I guess they might get a voice. And if they have a voice, let them let them lead you. Just support. Be a great parent. Don't do anything different. I think this is true for all parents. Just let your kid tell you what to do. I'm in a battle right now with my eight-year-old, the one who plays basketball, who's trying to convince me that he doesn't really need to learn how to read or it's not going to play that much of a, an important part in his life. He does know how to read. He reads very well. But he's like, I don't need to do this all the time, though. Like, he's like, I'll do it to get by now, but I'm not going to need this. Uh, anyway, uh, in that way, I am helping him, but uh, I'm not going to just give in to him not wanting to read. Um, it's just basically so he can read more comic books, which I have no problem with. That's what I did. I, brought him com- I bought him comic books, and now he's reading comic books. I'm facilitating. Anyway, Don, thank you for that call. I want to hear your voice, just like I heard Don's voice. But now let's talk to Janet from Florida. Janet, here we go. Hi, Paul. My name is Janet, and I recently resigned from my job as a high school English teacher here in Southwest Florida for many reasons. Uh, Chief among them are some of the terrible laws and policies being passed by our governor that are hurting teachers and students. My question for you is this. Since I resigned... I've been interviewed, and a few pieces have been published locally about why I resigned from teaching. Um, And I want to continue to raise awareness for the plight of teachers in Florida and elsewhere. And I want to ask you how to do that. What should I do next? How do I get my voice heard on a larger scale so we can protect teachers and students nationwide? Uh, also, thanks to you and June and Jason and your people for providing countless hours of entertainment over the years. I'm a longtime fan of all the podcasts, TV shows, and movies collectively. You guys are awesome. Thanks again. Wow. First of all, thank you, Janet. Hats off to you. Amazing. Amazing that you are trying to get the word out. You look, you Google Florida and teachers, and there are a million things going on. Uh, woke math. We have military coming in to teach students. 
teacher getting fired for twerking, another teacher who posted just a TikTok uh, about how how few supplies she had in her classroom and got an outpouring of gifts. So across the board, there are issues, right? Um, don't say gay. So many different things. I'm not an expert. I On this, I want to really throw it out to the community. And I will say that our community on Discord is amazing. Discord.gg slash HDTGM. Uh, I would say go there. There are probably other teachers there that can help you. People can help you kind of figure out a game plan, especially because you're in Florida. I have no real connection to that. I have some more connections here in the LA public school system. Uh, not even big ones, but slight. Um, but I would say this. Uh, you know what? What I would love for you to do is probably start documenting it, making these little videos. I love this uh, city council candidate here in Los Angeles. Her name is Eunice Hernandez. And she just made these great TikToks. And I know that's California and she's running for city council, but she activated the community. She got people listening. And I feel like that's how people are learning about things uh, via social media, especially something like TikTok. You're doing something really good for the community. And maybe that's a way to start, like get a little bit of an online presence. So when they do do, do do, uh, those interviews on TV with a teacher and uh, per segment producer Googles something, you're going to pop up because that's how you've now... Um, created your persona, your online persona is that I would, that, that would be my first starting step. I'm sure other people can help you out. Call in, tell us if you want to respond right here, 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. Tell us, you don't have to just ask me questions. You can tell me things too. Let us know how to help. Uh, and by the way, if we're talking about how to help midterms are coming up, make sure you are registered to vote. It's easy to do. Just type, am I registered to vote? Uh, there's a million websites, vote.com. They'll get you ready to go. Midterms are coming. Make sure you are voting. Get your voice heard. One vote does make a difference. Um, by the way, look, these are big issues, right? Arts, teaching. But maybe your neighbor's dog keeps on pooping on your lawn or your in-laws are driving you crazy. You know, whatever it is, we help people put in an above-the-ground pool. Well, actually, an in-the-ground pool. I wonder how that's going, Canada. Let me know. Anyway, give me a call, 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's Paul Ask. There we go. All right, we'll be right back with your questions, comments, and concerns on Open Windows. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! 
That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What a time to be alive. You can get anything you need. And when you need it delivered, you can get it right to your door with DoorDash. I am on DoorDash at least twice a day, every day, because I can get anything delivered right to my door. Uh, sick at home? I get flu meds ASAP. Uh, on vacation? Realize you left your charger at home? Guess what? They'll send one to your hotel. I did that with undershirts when I was in Chicago. Maybe you uh just on the couch watching TV? You want something delicious? Order a snack? Get it to your door. I'm talking about pet food, snacks, neck braces, alcohol, toothpaste, Joy-Con controllers, headphones, whatever you need. It can get delivered to you. DoorDash is the way. It saved me this week when I was in Chicago. I did not have the proper clothing. And guess what? It came through in a major way. And here's the best part, too. Uh, as a parent, DoorDash is your next stop for everything. Oh, I got to get snacks for the kids' soccer game. You can get them delivered to the field. Anyway, DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now and get almost anything delivered. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Alcohol available only in select markets. Last week, we talked at length about open windows. Wow, just feels like yesterday. That was the day that we think Jason got COVID from that baby. Uh, look, I was level-headed. I was clear. I knew what I was talking about. Jason and June, not so much. But you know what? Maybe you can even enlighten me more. It is now time for some corrections and omissions. Now you got a favorite thing about a movie we watched and we didn't mention this. So you're real pissed off. We fucked up. We suck. So now you're here to tell us Thank you. Homonym. Again. Wow. Three for three. Let's go to the Discord. Dr. Guts writes, While there are a multitude of questions that need to be asked in relation to this movie, I think a central one that should be asked is whose laptop is being used throughout the majority of the movie? If it's Nevada's, wouldn't Cord know it's not really the OG Nick right away? And if it's OG Nick's laptop, how would the French hackers know to contact Nevada through the computer? Well, this goes to my theory that he knocked out the original uh, Nick and took his laptop. That's what I think. Uh, again, I figured this movie out. Alan H. writes, of all the twists and plot turns and open windows, I completely expected Jill to have helped orchestrate her own kidnapping and fake her death. It was set up early on as she wanted to quit and was told she couldn't. It would have been better to explain the motivation of Cord. Alan H., let's go back. Director's cut. I just watched Midsommar. Director's cut. You know what? Let's get it off the floor. We could, we could add it in. Get Sasha Gray back for a day. We'll get that guy who played Cord. It will work out perfectly. I love it. That would have been so much more fulfilling on some level, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Sean McBee would have thematically like answered some questions, made a little shot at the big blockbusters. Oh, man, this movie could have said so much. But yet, it just confuses shit out of us. Sean McBee writes, the biggest issue with this film, and that's saying something, is that Cord's entire plan hinges on predicting human behavior that is completely unpredictable. Well, I mean... Yeah, 
A hundred percent. While he has a fair amount of control, most of the time his plan doesn't fully swing into motion until the agent sees Nick's camera in the window. It's pretty absurd to think that he'd be able to spot a camcorder on a tripod. Yes, that's what I was saying. Uh, Behind a pane of glass at night on a different floor in a different wing of the building. Yes, of course. Even with all that coming to pass, there is no guarantee that he would call down to the front desk. No guarantee he would agree to check out the room and no guarantee he would check out the room so thoroughly. And if any of those steps were not to go according to his plan, his entire plan fails because getting the agent into the room is how Nick gets to tase him, ball gag him, and move into action. The agent being ball gagged is now how Jill is convinced to comply on camera. So if the agent left the room or pulled the curtains closed or didn't look up a floor or any number of equally plausible actions, the movie could not have happened. Well, Sean, all I say is this to you. While you think you made a great point, And you know, a lot of people listening probably agree with you. I'm going to point you to Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal. I'm sure that this guy, Cord, had a lot of different what-if scenarios. This was just one of the scenarios. I'm sure that maybe he had uh, Sasha Gray's, you know, uh, grandmother trapped in another building somewhere else. This was just one of the plans. And again, that's why I have been stumping for a clue, the movie clue-like movie of this film, where we get to see multiple versions of the same film with actors making different choices. Let's do it, you cowards. Make a clue version of this movie. Interactive entertainment is the future. Uh, By the way, I made an entire interactive movie. Guess what? The company went bankrupt after we uh, sound, sound mixed and color corrected it. So if you are in the market for an interactive movie uh, with a great cast. Let me know. Um, let's go to the phones. Uh, Adrian from Texas, what do you got? Hey, Paul, it's Adrian from Texas. So on open windows, I just wanted to say, um, do you actually expect me to believe that his laptop, Elijah Wood's laptop, would just sit in the car seat, in the passenger seat, and just not fly around everywhere and just, like, not budge at all throughout that whole car chase that he's slamming cops and just swerving all over the place. Like, how did it stay in place? Did he seat belt it in? Um, did Cord put Velcro on the bottom? Like, that thing should have been flying everywhere. We should have been seeing the roof. We should have been seeing the floor. It should have flung out the window. The Treehops guy should have, like, popped in and been like, in Nevada, we can only see your feet. Like, how does it not just fly all over the place and smack him in the head? Um, help me figure it out, man. Damn, Adrian asked the simplest question. And you know what? <laughs> I appreciate a question like that. We're trying to unravel so many mysteries, and Adrian just goes for the simple one. That laptop is not staying still. It's true. Nothing stays on my seats. Nothing. I'm buckling up a Yeti container because my wife makes me. I have a very big Yeti uh, water bottle. My wife makes me buckle it up. So maybe he buckled it up. Maybe he had some Velcro. Maybe the seats weren't leather. I don't know, Adrian, but great question. Next, Mika or Micah from Las Vegas. Here we go. Paul, Jason, June, Devin, Cody, big fan. My name is Micah. I'm from Las Vegas, and I just got to say, Nevada. That's not how you say it. It's Nevada. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. been here my entire life, and uh, it'd be skinned alive if you said Nevada here. So just wanted to give you a helpful hint. Next time you have anything involving the word Nevada, it's Nevada, not Nevada. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, dude, I knew it. I knew it. You know what? I knew someone was going to call us on this, but in the movie they say Nevada, right? But then the French people, they say like Nevada. Like, so 
Yes, you are correct. Of course you're correct. When I canvassed in, now I'm going to mess up again, Nevada. Uh, see, I get confused. I get it. We made a mistake. But I believe in the movie they were pronouncing it Nevada. Right? Nevada? Nevada. Anyway, you you got us right. Thank you for calling us on our shit. We appreciate that. We'll take that hit. Holly from Houston, what do you got? Hi, Paul. This is Holly from Houston. I went to your live show for Open Windows, and I just listened to the newest episode about Open Windows. And I did have a question. You mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that although the movie takes place in Austin, you said you have it on good authority that there were some high um, high speed chases that made it to Houston. And I don't really remember you going over that during the live show. So I was wondering if you could explain more about that. And I also wanted to uh, let you know that I was also sitting close to the baby near the show. And I also tested positive the same day that Jason did for COVID. Um, so that's the thing. Um, love the show. Love the live show. And hope you guys stay safe for the rest of your tour. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God. Wait, what? What? This baby gave COVID to everyone in Houston. Oh, my God. Cannot wait to tell Jason in just a little bit. I'll tell him. We'll hear his reaction. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay. You sound great. And Holly, I will say, I was just joking. Uh, this movie was not shot in Houston. It was shot. I mean, it wasn't even shot in, I think, South by Southwest. It was just kind of, I was a joke that I made. Uh, it was primarily shot overseas. Um, so, Holly, I'm glad that you're back. And wow, you know what? I mean, whoo. All right. Back to the Discord. What do we got here? Double Switch writes, at least on two recent episodes. Paul says he played a full motion video game for Sega CD when he was a young kid that starred Corey Feldman uh, and had lots of different camera angles to choose from. But in fact, he's referencing Double Switch, which starred Corey Haim. May rest in peace. You know what? You are 100% correct. And I don't know why I've said it in two recent episodes. I definitely said it in this one. And I've just talked about interactive movies. Maybe I got a thing. I don't know. But I, I take Double Switch. Go look at some of the video of Double Switch, which I've done recently. And I didn't even put it all together. Okay, yes. Uh, thank you for the Corey, Corey correction. And uh, a fun update here uh, about Love on a Leash from Shake Agitator. Uh, Shake Agitator writes, Don't know if this is allowed so late in the game, but I have two Love on a Leash bombshells. One. Get ready, people. The distributor, Phoenix Pictures, presumably linked to the church mentioned by Stephen Kramer Glickman, has released 18 movies by Uli Lommel. As per Wikipedia, Lommel was a German actor and director noted for his many collaborations with Rainer Werner, Fassbinder, and his association with new German cinema movement. Lommel spent time at the factory and was a creative associate of Andy Warhol, with whom he made several films and works of art. Therefore, Love on a Leash is only three degrees of separation away from Andy Warhol. Boom! Wow! Okay, already. Great. Took a while to get there, but I like it. Number two, Janet Camp 
and Anise Camo were not only the real-life couple in Love on the Leash, Shane Aon, who played the creepy manager, is married to Gloria Winship Aon, who played the store owner's wife. Together, they own, perhaps unsurprisingly, Animal Actors International. What? A dog talent agency specializing in professional dog actors? Not only have they worked on Hollywood blockbusters such as Doctor Strange, Anchorman 2, and All the King's Men, they also were dog trainers for the 2015 episode of The Chris Gethard Show. Wait a second, was that the one that I was on? I don't know. Oh my God, this was great. Oh my gosh, so many amazing corrections and omissions this week. I love that there were... uh, I love that real dog trainers are in that movie. All right. uh, There can only be really one winner. And I'm going to give it. Well, I mean, there's so many I want to give it to, but I I think I have to. Even though Shake Agitor came in hot, double switch, knocked it out of the park. Adrian from Texas asked a very simple question. Sean McBee, Alan H. Everybody did a great thing. But you know what? The only person who put it out on the line is Holly from Houston because she came to a live show and she got COVID. And you know what? The live show, she still enjoyed it, which means you got to come out and see our live shows uh, when we are in Indianapolis, Chicago, Ohio, and Detroit. We'll be there at the end of October and it's going to be so much fun. But right now, Holly, you are our winner. Homonym, hit it. You That's right. If you want to chime in with your own thoughts about the latest episode, hit up the Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. Coming up, Jason and I talk about all things that you should be watching. Stay tuned. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack, and my kids said, Mom said... 
we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. All right. Before we go any further, let's look at what How Did This Get Made recently released uh, on Matinee Monday. Uh, We released a great episode, Daredevil with Ed Brubaker, uh, which I love because Ed is such a uh, a genius. I love his books so, so much. Uh, If you haven't checked out any of the work of Ed Brubaker, stop whatever you're doing. Get into it. You can listen to Jason and I sing his praises uh, on a mini episode just uh, a few months ago, but Ed Brubaker is cooking up something great all the time. And if you're not keeping up with Reckless, it is one of my favorite uh, books. It just, it's everything that you want. It's kind of like a little bit of Magnum P.I. It's uh, just a kick-ass private eye uh, who lives in an abandoned movie theater. The, the, the stories just keep on going in all these different directions. Uh, hats off to Ed. And next week, I guess maybe in celebration of uh, the great first season of the rehearsal, we are re-releasing Gooby with Nathan Fielder. Uh, Nathan Fielder, uh, we try to make him take ownership of the Canadianness that is Gooby, but he had no uh, want or desire to do so. But every Monday, a brand new old episode of How Did This Get Made is released in the stream. And if you want to hear all of our episodes for free without commercials, you can just sign up for Stitcher Premium and use the offer code BONKERS for a month free. But now, the return of... Quart chat hominin hit the theme. Jason, we're going back on the road. Here we this, go. This they is tried it. to kill me. They tried to kill me on the road. They came at me with their sick babies and their coughing old people. And I got sick. And then you know what I said? I said, I'm going to pick myself back up. Yes. And I'm going to go back to these cities and I'm going to show them the what for. You are going. It's a revenge. It's a revenge on these cities. Yes. Although these cities had nothing to do with it. They were the victims. Yeah, sure. But, but we're still, yeah. But I am taking my sense of vengeance, my my rightful sense of vengeance that I have geared towards the only people that I can claim responsibility uh, against, uh, New Orleans, the, the, the audiences of New Orleans, Dallas, and probably Houston. Uh, that baby was coughing. I'm just saying. Jason, I need to reveal coughing. something to you. Jason, there's been something I've been sitting on and I've been oh, waiting no. to tell you. 
This is important news. Breaking. Oh how did this get made news? Okay, Devin put in uh, breaking we news. Here's important information that we just found out earlier in last looks. Jason, yeah, there was a woman in Houston who was sitting next to that baby who got COVID from the same baby. What? Yes. What do you think the baby really did it? I think the baby did it. Okay, because I, I really want to say yeah, this. Yeah. I really want to say, like, I know we've been making a whole deal yes. about the baby getting me sick because it was a joke we made yes. for people who don't know, who weren't at the Houston show. Just a very brief bit. A baby came on stage. Now, I didn't mm -hmm. hold the baby. Nope. And when I say that I was easily 25 feet away from the baby, right? Easily. Would easily. you say that? I mean, the baby was far stage right. And I was in my seat. The baby just came up the steps, mm -hmm. waved to everybody. Everybody clapped for the baby. That was it. The baby I thought then, it was your undoing. The baby coughed, like repeatedly. And I made a joke that the baby just gave me COVID, right? Yes. Then- that morning, the next morning, I test positive for COVID. Now, I don't think the baby can infect me and it be that quick. You know, my, my belief is that I probably got it prior to Houston. But the, you're telling me something right now that is rocking my world. Should I sue this baby? I will say this. And this is an important wow. thing. Because we are talking. If you're listening and you're yeah. the baby's parent, you need to get in touch. We need. Can we, need we say right out. now, we will mask your voice. We will cover your names. Under cover of anonymity, if you can prove that you are these the baby's parents, we well, please come on and talk to us. Well, now here's what I want to figure out. Because when we go back on the road, we're going back to do these four cities. Uh, and we're trying to do something special for these four cities. It's Halloween weekend. And we're going to do this costume contest. So we feel like the shows are early enough that you can come see us and then go to your Halloween parties. But I want to see people in costumes. And if that means someone's going to come dressed as Jason with COVID, I'm all for it. That's uh, Listen, please dress as someone, dress as me it, during the tour. So just wear a double mask. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> may, I, may I suggest that your costume have a, a, an N95 as one of the components? Why not? I am very excited, though. I want people to think outside of the box on this one because I do feel like it could be any how did this get made character. It could be any well, side Well, that's character. what I wanted to talk yeah. to you about is these aren't your costume. Your costume ideas aren't limited to the movie we're covering in your city. No. If you want to come dressed as Sean Connery and Zardoz in oh. like the crazy yes. red, um, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah the, the, that wild thing. If you want to come dressed as the giant head from Zardoz, if you want to, any Zardoz-based costume. Uh, we are open to welcome. Zardoz. We are open to guest stars. Yeah, whatever you want to do. If you want to dress as the guy who came on who was in Superman 2, do yeah. that. It, we will if you want to be dives. like the space age costumes from the, the Stardust Brothers or, oh. uh, 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 oh no, was it Voyage of the Rock Aliens? That yes. was it, where they had wild a new wave costume. I guess they both did. I, I'm, I'm very excited. And I'm going to say this um, to anyone from Detroit who has been complaining. I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. Detroit, Wait, what are they complaining about? They don't like that we have given them Oogie Loves. Um, a big oh, and they're whining about it. Oh, wait! You're telling me never Detroit, 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 the toughest city, the the, the the city that built America. You're telling yes. me Detroit is whining. I had someone oh, tell me that's rich. I sold my ticket. I didn't sign up for this shit. And I'm like, whoa! Well, what, first of all, what did you sign up for? 
You signed up to see the show. We conquer bad. I mean, we talk about bad movies. This movie. No, we, you were right. We conquer them. We, co- yeah. we conquer bad movies. <laughs> wow. What, what a bunch of whiners. You know what, Detroit? Wow. This tells us a lot. This tells us a lot that here we are trying yeah. to bring you comedy, trying to Picking bring it. you something to make you laugh and brighten your day. And you can't help but turn around and be like, that's not what we wanted. We wanted the uh, something better. I don't even know what they wanted. As, yeah. if, if, as if Ghost in the Machine would be like, well, that's what we oh, were Oh, they're expecting. like, where's, where's our open windows? How come we don't get open windows? You know what? You know what? We didn't hear those cities whining Detroit. I'm going to just say, Yikes. I'm going to say that it's probably just about 50 or so people and and the the other hundreds of people that are going to be there <laughs> are going to be great. But I was going to ask in, in your COVID time, and I, I understand as somebody who's had COVID, like many people out there, that sometimes like, yeah, you want to watch a lot of stuff, but you wind up sleeping a lot too. Oh, yeah. Did you, did, what was like the great like COVID watch for you? The thing that got me through, both because I love it, and also because it's so immersive and enormous, is I watched all of the extended cuts of all of the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> so each of which is four to four and a half hours long. Yeah. So I watched all of that, which was, fa- which again, I, you know, I watched probably, I mean, within the pandemic at one point, sure. I watched them too, but, but they are phenomenal. And so yes. I know them so well that I could close my eyes, just listen. I didn't have to like, watch every I couldn't I couldn't watch anything that I cared about like right. or, you didn't want to get invested rather, in something new. I couldn't watch anything new exactly I couldn't I watch that. anything like there were things like the old man or things that I was like oh I really am into this but I couldn't focus on new information so it was that was perfect that seems great and have you watched the new uh, the Rings of Power, the new... Yes, of course. Yeah, so have you, you like it? Where, where are you at? I'm, I- I'm enjoying it. So I am a, and I don't know, I think I, I think we might be similar. Yeah. I, I was never a, I never read the Lord of uh, the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. books. I was right. never uh, in either my youth or even in adulthood. I never was a book reader of any of these kind of uh, Game of Thrones, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. None of these were, uh, I only kind of came to them through either the feature added, the Peter Jackson movies or the Game of Thrones TV show. So I only process these things via TV and movies and I'm enjoying it just because yeah. I'm enjoying being back in Middle Earth and being a part of these stories. Same with Game of Thrones. Do I think they are incredible shows? Like, oh my God, this is the greatest show necessarily? No, not particularly, but I'm having a blast watching both just House being of the in Dragon. the world. Yeah, I need to jump into these shows. I've held off. There was a moment where I was like, you know what? I know they're coming. I'm getting ready. I have an open slate uh, for what I could start to watch. And then I've gotten behind and now I'm nervous. And I'm like, which one do I watch? And I've heard, oh, well, maybe start with, uh, start with, um, uh, sorry, the HBO one. Why am I playing Game of Dragon? House of the Dragon. Because it, it could, you're immediately in. And Lord yeah. of the Rings is kind of building a little bit slower, so you might want to have a couple more episodes built up. And, and I got to say, uh, so I, in that moment, uh, I froze and uh, just started devouring uh, couples therapy on Showtime, which is <laughs> pretty is it amazing. Great? Jason, is it great? it's fucking awesome because it is <laughs> this woman. He, she's Wait, not Esther Pro. It's real, right? It is 
100% real. And I'll tell you what the most fascinating part of it is. Talk about palace intrigue. You, you pretty much focus on about three or four couples a season and over like eight or 10 episodes. But the added bonus of this show is that the therapist goes to her clinical analyst to unpack oh, her baggage yeah. about- So the, the Peter Bogdanovich character yes. in Sopranos. Yes. Yes. So you get a full- That's great. Watch of what huh. she's saying about these people, what she thinks, where she feels like she's failing, where yeah. she feels like she's succeeding. It is like, I- June was like, I've heard good things about this. We should watch it. And I was like, I don't want to watch. Like, I, All right, I'm you, in. You know, and it was like, but there's something really interesting about just watching couples. And, and I thought that um, she said it really well, the therapist. She was like, look, I'm, a, I'm a, another voice here to help these people navigate through, um, you know, a moment where they are unbalanced. And she's like, but I've been each one of these people in my own relationships in sure. different ways. Yeah. And yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was such an interesting way of looking at it. And then it becomes, I think, really fascinating as just a human being who's been in any relationship to be like, oh, wow. Oh, that is interesting. Okay, wow. And you get to see different ways that people totally yeah. avoid things or yeah. really connect. It's, it is really Ooh, fun. That. Okay. And I'll now, now I've just finished that. And uh, now I feel like I can here's, get into here's the Here's what I'll her. say. I think that, uh, and I, uh, being that you're not necessarily like a Lord of the Rings or a Game of Thrones super fan. Yeah. I think you can watch them whenever you want. Okay. If you want, if you wanted to wait, cause I also don't necessarily think there's such a cultural conversation going on that, that you're going to hear about like a, a red a wedding yeah, right, yeah. or a something that, that you're going to be like, oh, I guess it's over for me. Like it's, I really think these are, they're strong shows, but if you waited until they, all the episodes Timeless. were released to- I think you'll have fun. Yeah. You know, I think you'll have fun. Exactly. I don't think it's, I don't think you are missing out on the, like, I got to watch it every week and I got to be, I'm enjoying it because I get to listen to those podcasts afterwards. And I enjoy hearing my favorite people talk about the things I'm watching, even if I'm just kind of casually watching them, you know? Yeah. I mean that, so that, that feels good to me. And also, you know, look, like my dance card is full with She-Hulk now and or loving it. Loving She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Is I great. think it's She-Hulk is fantastic and I cannot recommend it enough. She-Hulk to me took a lot of the things that I loved about Hawkeye um, and really has like amped them up. It's like, oh, this is oh, like, yeah. and I love the She-Hulk uh, comics, but it's like, it's really funny. It's really, it's like, it, it, it hasn't, it's having fun with the world. Like Ms. Marvel had fun with the world, but this I feel like is, no, kind this of my is really perfect one. Unique. I think it's my. This I think it's a, my favorite one. The, what I love about She-Hulk is that they are really now comfortable experimenting with different styles and tones of a TV show. Yeah. So that, like in this one, she breaks the fourth wall. She it's a it's like an Ally McBeal style lawyer. Co- it's a comedy. It's a straight up sitcom comedy that happens to star superheroes, and yeah. it's. Absolutely fantastic. If you want to, if you're enjoying it and you want to get more, I recommend you read Dan Slott's I was gonna run. I going to say Dan Slott's of, run is great. Of She-Hulk is, is very heavily, the show is very heavily influenced by that run. And, it's and by the way, I do love that Dan Slott is taking down people on Twitter nonstop because people are like, is he? So, oh yeah, because people are so mad about certain things that are happening. And he's like, uh, idiot, wow. I did this. Like, it's not, 
breaking oh, anything. Him. Oh, like he's cool. sticking up for the show in the sense of it saying like, no, 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 this is what yeah. it is. Like, huh. and, and I love when you can see a creator out there uh, doing it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's know. great. I love that. I'm enjoying that. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, we're talking on we're the talking premiere before date and, for yeah. Andor. So we'll, I'm sure we'll, but I'm going to watch it tonight. We don't need to but. drop all these episodes, three episodes all at once. I like the, I like the <laughs> one at a time. Give me one, give me a week, give me another one. Give me. You I know like. what I will recommend to you that yeah. I think might scratch your couples therapy or you yeah. know, that kind of, that world of an itch is um, Junior Baking Show. It's you it's told great me about British this bake off for yes. kids. Yes, it is. I am so it's excited incredible. about this. I cannot wait. To I watch cry this. in every single episode, every single episode. I cry. And yes, Cody is saying Great British Bake Off is back. And as Love of it. this recording, one episode is up of Bake Off, but uh, like uh, uh, Junior Bake Off or whatever it's called. I'm going to watch Baking Junior Show. Bake Off. Oh, give, keep your eye on Charlie. Keep your eye on Fern. These kids are incredible. I'm obsessed with them. Okay, and I want to bring up one other thing. Have you watched Chad and TJ Go Deep on Netflix? Oh, no, but I know those guys because they've, I've heard, I've, I know who they are. They're the, OJT. they're like the, uh, the surfer dudes yes. who go to like uh, political meetings and, and so, stuff, right? So, yeah, they, they yeah. got famous. I've heard their stuff, but I don't know the show. They got famous kind of online in the beginning, or at least when I recognize them like the first thing they ever did was they went to like a um like a not a town hall but i guess a little bit like a town hall where they open the floor to public comments and public comments yes. they don't like you can basically say whatever you want and it's a it's a rogues gallery of uh, of people in there and the first one that i ever saw was them trying to commission uh, a life-size statue of paul walker for okay, this town yes. i've so, heard this one yeah right. so it was like so and uh, and I was like, oh, these guys are so funny. And then he popped up again. Uh, they did. They also did one where they wanted to get, I think, Long Beach to rename their water treatment center after Bris Britney Spears. Yes. Right. So it's like it's, I think was one of them. Yeah. They've always done these bits. And this new show that they have and it's Chad and JT go deep um, is produced by. Abso, which is the uh, Tim uh, Heidecker and Eric Wareheim company. So it's got that sensibility. It's so fun. June, like now here's the biggest testament to why the show is fun. June didn't know what it was about. Yeah. She was angry that I put it on. And then we watched the entire season in one sitting. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, great. So okay. uh, like it was, it, it's, they follow a plot. It's a little Borat-y in that sense, like where it's like, a manufactured like plot. hidden camera kind of oh oh I a see manufactured what you mean. like a plot that could connects all these like bits and uh and they're great and I'm just yeah. dying laughing and one of the ones that I really really enjoyed uh and I just I won't tell you how it all plays out but they just they take a busload of people on a Hollywood tour and it's called the <laughs> F and T Hollywood tour oh sorry okay. it's called the F and F Hollywood tour and they only drive to Fast and Furious locations. <laughs> And everyone on the bus is so angry. Like, oh. they're like, if you look over here, this is where That's Paul great. Walker meets up with Vin Diesel. And, oh. and it's so sincere. It's not putting any shade. And that's what I love about the show, too. They're not they're not pranking people. Yeah. They are just like like using people as an audience to yeah, their nonsense. It's a really, really fun show. But OK, I know you have a couple things. I'm going to I'm just going to shout out right a couple of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Netflix, Shang Wang, the stand-up comedian, oh, has an incredible new special called Sweet and Juicy that is so funny, so smart, great comedy special that I really recommend to everybody. 
I'm really enjoying This Fool on FX. Yes, I was going to so talk about good. that as well. Yeah. This yeah, Fool's great. really funny. Uh, the guy uh, we've had the, the the guys that did corporate are, are behind it yeah. and uh it's fantastic. There is a documentary that I think is on Shudder. Okay. It's about the band Guar. It's called oh, This wow. is Guar and it's fantastic. It really is whether you know about Guar or not, just put it on and watch it. I love um, Guar. That is And then great. I did I'll a children's also, show yeah. based on Guar. <gasps> really? Oh, that's it was, great. It was one I'm of not the surprised most, at all. It was one of my favorite things to do. It I don't think it went past the pilot, but damn it, that show is crazy. The, it was like yeah. it was like a Chuck E. Cheese band, but they were like a guar band, and it was yes. so crazy. Well, that's oh. what guar is. Guar, yeah. and that's I, I don't want to spoil too much because there's so much in it's such an interesting documentary. Um also great music documentary is the Randy Rhodes documentary, Reflections of a Guitar Icon. Oh, I love that. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, and then I want to shout out two shows that I was a part of that have now been canceled and or removed from their service. All right. Get into um, it. Paper Girls on Amazon. Guys, you what blew it. What a bummer. You were supposed to watch it and help us out, but the goddamn thing got canceled. Amazon blew it. Uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get outrage going online. It's not working. Send Amazon some tampons, right? Uh, if you've watched the show, there's a great episode uh, uh, where tampons feature prominently. So why not send them tampons? Uh, let's get this going. Paper Girls, uh, hopefully somebody else will pick it up, but I don't know. And then also the, the great J.G. Quintel animated show, Close Enough, not only canceled at HBO Max, but r- removed from removed the servers. from existence. <laughs> I have so much to say about this. I want to talk about, I could talk about that for a very, you and I have texted about it for, oh uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And that's such a fucking bummer. And, it's such a bummer. And what people don't realize is, and I'll just, again, there's more time for Quar Chat, but there, oh yeah, yeah we, we can get into We all haven't us. gotten to any of my comics or music rights. I have a so few. For I, next I, time. Yeah, I will say that uh, the thing that, pisses me off and what people don't realize is is when you take a loss on a show you essentially put it in a lockbox that makes it almost impossible to get out from a like j like they can't just walk it over to another streamer and right. also yeah. streamers are being reared and they don't want to take other people's stuff and all this bullshit but you make it impossible and we've had an issue with human giant season two that it's been a little bit in this lockbox. Human Giant season one, not in a lockbox. And, but it's like these companies do these like yeah. slash and burns. And what they don't realize is like they, they erase things from existence. It really, it, it breaks my heart. There's so many wonderful shows, Close Enough being one of them, Infinity Train also on HBO Max. There's so many incredible sh- animated shows specifically yes. that so many wonderful people poured just an incredible amount of work into made something beautiful. And not only listen, we all get into this understanding that what we're doing might get canceled, right? Right. That's part of the equation, but to have it removed from the streamers to have it erased is crazy. And it just sucks because you lose the voice of people. And I think that that's the bummer of this whole thing is like, that's work. That's energy. That's, that's your career. Like, you know, it's like, it's to be like, oh, no one will ever get to see these paintings ever again. That's really, it just, it really just speaks, I don't know, it depresses me on a level where it's like, you, oh, you yeah. spent all this time and energy and effort on making something 
And I don't care if it's successful or not successful, but the fact that no one can access it is really- The fact that, that it's, that, yeah, that these are things that they like, you know, that just don't exist. If you want to watch Moonlighting right now, you cannot. Right. If you want to watch The Heartbreak Kid, you cannot. For a long time, an, another Elaine May movie, A New Leaf, impossible to find. I, um, yeah, I'm scouring, uh, I'm scouring eBay. I'm trying to find stuff. And by the way, I'm just going to mention it and give a quick shout out. But if there's anyone out there who has really good experience at AI- upscaling of video technology, uh, I would love to chat with you. Please DM me because we are in the process. Well, I won't even say what we're going to be doing, but you, you could put it all together by context clues in this conversation. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and, if, and if people are really interested in my Patreon level Zooks Cubes episodes, you just let me know. It. I'm going to be talking, I'm talking bags, I'm talking cubes, I'm talking pouches, I'm talking slings, the whole thing. All of this. Um, all right, we'll be back with more Quar Chat. Uh, soon. I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that we're going back on the road. And this is a great- uh, Start uh, thinking of your costumes now. Start thinking of those costumes now. And uh, we will be far away from you behind some plexiglass shields as you talk <laughs> to And ATA. also, you know what? If you're listening to this, just wear a mask to the show. It might not be mandatory. We might not be making you do it, but just do it anyway. Why yeah. not? We want to make sure we can finish the tour this time. All right, Jason, I'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Jason. That was fun. Uh, now that we got open windows out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We are going from multiple screens to multiple screams. That's right. Next week, we are watching An American Werewolf in Paris, starring Tom Everett Scott and Julie Delpy. That's right, people. We're getting into our Scare-tober. Uh, here's a short breakdown of the plot. In American Werewolf in Paris, an American tourist, that is Tom Everett Scott, unwittingly gets involved with French werewolves who have developed a serum allowing them to transform at will. All right. Uh, you heard it. This is a unofficial, official sequel. Anyway, this film rates as a 7% on the tomato meter. And Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun-Times says, the characters are singularly dumb. Here are people we don't care about doing things they don't understand in a movie without any rules. Triple play. That's right. Uh, they really, there's no rules in this movie in, in a way that's really infuriating. Uh, but I think Jason, June, and I all think you should watch it. Uh, anyway, take a listen to the trailer. Paris, beware. They went to Paris to fall in love. Talk about the woman of my dreams. But now... You need to relax. They're running for their lives. I'm not a wolf! You're an animal! An American Werewolf in Paris. At Cinemas Everywhere, January 29. You can watch American Werewolf in Paris for free with a subscription to Peacock, Freevee, or Tubi. Or you can also check out Hoopla or Canopy, which are digital media services offered by your local public library. Use your library. That's what it's there for. Um, everybody, that's it for the show. Please remember to rate and review us. It helps. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you're following us. Visit us on social media at HDTGM. And for commercial-free access, like I mentioned, go to Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the offer code BONKERS. A big thanks to our producers, Scott, Sonny, Molly Reynolds, and our engineer, Devin Bryant, and our publisher, July Diaz. Next week, we will see you for An American Werewolf in Paris. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. 
The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Save big money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Save big money. 